I have an idea of perfection. The perfect swing of the club or bat, the perfect form on the free throw line, that perfectly placed spiral football, and especially those perfect grill marks on a high-quality cut of locally sourced prime beef. It takes lots of time to perfect quality, but a quick, simple call or message to Tucker Family Beef can put locally born, raised, fed, and processed beef in your family's freezer so you can practice and perfect those satisfying grill marks. Give Monty Tucker a call at Tucker Family Beef, 580-515-4477. If you build it, he will I throw balls far. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now, here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Calc with The Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. Tucker Family Beef of the Week coming up here at the top of the show. I saw something yesterday that's very exciting in the world of sports here locally. Uh, Thunder-wise, SGA's injury, could that force a kind of a semi-tank down the stretch here? Uh, as the Thunder have lost their fourth straight with another one to uh, Sacramento last night. So that would be kind of off the top of the show. We'll make our picks for state um, at the end. And we've got two coaches we got Luke Broadbent coming up at uh, 9.15, Leedy Lady Bison, and the other side of that quarterfinal, Leah Beer of the Hammond Lady Warriors. So we'll talk to both of those coaches about uh, uh, last weekend and, and looking forward to tomorrow uh, when those two Highway 34 rivals get together inside the big house. 225-9698 is the phone to the text line. <coughs> Excuse me, that's 225. Whoa. That's not a good sign. Whoa, 9698. Going to be outside the listing area. A couple ways to stay in touch with the show. Log on to kadsam.com. Download the app. The app's got it all. Paragon TV, Big Elk TV, Penny News. Brand new edition of the Penny News at the website last night at midnight, thepennynews.com. Our fearless leader will be headed up, if he's not already, uh, to pick up the print copy of the Penny News. We've got radio as well. And then the Skinny on Sports podcast. You can find that puppy on kadsam.com and some of them on iTunes. It's a little bit later updating there on iTunes. How are you, Jared? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I mentioned the uh, Tucker Family Beef of the Week. I guess we got to get started right off the bat with that. And then if we have time for some other stuff uh, before we get Luke on here, we can do that. Do you have yourself a Tucker Family Beef of the Week? Oh, my goodness. Do you? I've always got you beef. You always got beef. Always got beef with something, something surely, don't something I? Something going on. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. I didn't realize we're going this quick. Okay, go for it. Go Did for you it. see? Sorry, I was just trying to get the stream going and everything, which I think we had a text message that says it, stream, it should be working now. The app should be working now. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Did you see? What happened, I believe it was in the state of Tennessee. Tennessee. Not ringing a bell. No. What happened? Well, we're, we're right here in the, midst, in, in the midst of the... Actually, it was in uh, Vermont. Sorry. 
we're right here in the midst of the high school basketball playoffs, are we not? Oh, yeah. Girls and boys, high school basketball playoffs. We're here to the state tournament for Class A and Class B. Matter of fact, it has tipped off in the big house. It's 9 o'clock. It's tipped off. Did you see what happened in Vermont by any chance? A choice that was forced upon a school. Uh, no. In the girls' high school basketball playoffs in Vermont. Mid-Vermont Christian School was set to play Long Trail on February 21st. Mid-Vermont Christian School forfeited that game. Do you know why? Were they forced to forfeit or did they... They chose to forfeit. They chose to forfeit. But they felt like their hand was forced. I feel like I know where this is going. They forfeited the game because Long Trail was playing a dude. Who identified as a... A transgender dude. It was a dude. And the quote from the uh, head of the school at Mid-Vermont Christian School says, We withdrew from the tournament because we believe playing against an opponent with a biological male jeopardizes the fairness of the game and, oh, by the way, the safety of our players. My Tucker family beef of the week is that they had to make that choice. Isn't it... It is so infuriating that the people that think they're for women are the ones that are destroying women's sports. Quit letting dudes play with the girls. That's not the way it's designed. That is not a girl. So quit letting dudes play with the girls. Kudos, kudos to Mid-Vermont Christian School for taking the stand. And here's the thing. States can make these choices. Our state has. Our it? state has. So uh, hopefully the more, hopefully, no more of this happens, but we know it's going to. So quit it. And states, quit making girls be punished because some dude that can't make the team on the boys' team decides, you know what, I think I'll be a girl today and get to play on the basketball team. Stop it. Stop it right. It's just insane that these girls were forced. I promise you, they feel like they were forced to remove themselves from that tournament in order to not play against a dude. It drives me crazy. Yeah. That's my Tucker family yeah. beef of the week. Thank God we live in a state like we just mentioned. You know, it, it's not a problem out here. It's not a problem. I mean, but it, it kind of feels like it's on the horizon. And but our our uh, state leaders are being very proactive about it. We just saw it yesterday uh, in the house. Um, okay, I think I got one, and I've been on the fence of this one. And after what have we been about a week and a half of spring training games? Oh yes. Yeah, the pitch clock. What do you think? I don't like it. Oh. I, I got beef with it. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's messing with the process, I think, between the pitcher versus the batter. I, I And I saw, and I kind of like this, not beef, but did you see uh, they called a game because the time ran yeah. out, and they said, oh, let's just keep playing. It's kind of like backyard mentality. Oh, let's just keep playing some more. 
But the pitch clock thing, I know it's experimental and they're looking into it. I know it's at the college level. I I watched an at-bat the other day. Uh, uh, I was catching up on a former Western Oklahoma player, and I was watching full at-bats, and one of his uh, balls that he was awarded was because the pitch clock ran out on the pitcher, uh, the writer pitcher against the OU batter. So, But in, at the at, at the top level, I, I think it kind of – I, I was, again, I was on the fence of it. I get it. They want to speed up the game and make it more fan attractive. I, I'm like, man, this is baseball. Let's just let the process of the game happen. If it happens to be a three-hour-plus game, so be it. You knew what you were buying into when you bought the ticket to go to a game. I enjoy but I'm a purist at heart when it comes to baseball. Yeah, they ain't doing this for you, bro. I know, and uh, but I enjoy going there and watching the battle between the pitcher and the batter. I don't want to see the battle between the pitcher, the batter, batter and a clock. That's what makes baseball so great is there's no clock. That's why I like baseball. That's what makes baseball, t- for me, unique. But I got a little beef with the pitch clock. Have you seen the side-by-side? Yes, I've seen uh, it. Of, the, yes. of the, the Cubs pitcher throwing one pitch while the entire yes. half inning finishes? Yes. I've That's seen why it. it ain't going away, I know, folks. I know, I know. That's why I've I, seen it. I'm really kind of torn on this one. In a lot of ways, I'm, <laughs> I 100% agree with you. Getting direct text messages from a sponsor. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry, Tyler. In a lot of ways, I agree with you, but ugh. but like if I'm going to a baseball, if game, it cuts down it, an hour, I mean that's the whole thing. Now it's I think it's apples and oranges right now. You're comparing regular season games to spring training games, and so that discrepancy is going to mm-hmm. be even larger right now because a lot of those spring training games, those dudes are ready but, to be done Jim, anyway. Jim brought up a good point a couple of days ago. What if they implement this in the regular in oh, the, in yeah. the season, and then we get into the postseason, and then a pitch clock is the decider of a postseason game? You kidding me? Well, see, the one I saw in Major League Baseball, it wasn't even administered right because the, the batter got strike three when the pitcher stepped off the rubber and it's supposed to restart to a certain level, but it never restarted. So then it goes off because the batter's got to not set in the batter's box or what have you. The umpire rewarded it was like full count, bases loaded in the last, and they just called it a tie or whatever. There, well, there, now, there has to be some th- tweaking to it. There for is sure. some tweaking, and I think there is portions of the game where a clock. Okay, how about this? Visit to the mound, start a clock, because sometimes you see. See skippers go out there to try to buy time for their bullpen yeah. to warm up and all that stuff and go over situations and all that. Maybe speed because you've seen that more. You know, and the, and the ump comes out. All right, let's go, let's go. Maybe just, you know, just take that out of the ump's hands. Okay, you got two minutes. You got to you got to visit the mound. Start the clock. Two minutes. That's all you got, or even less than that. Yeah, thirty seconds. Yeah, even less than yeah. that. But the pitch clock thing, it ain't eh. going away. I'm telling you right now. Oh, I know. I'm afraid it's not going away. <laughs> I know. That's an, speaking of baseball, I went and watched the Big Elks yesterday. Watch out. Uh, scrimmage or a game? It was a scrimmage for the Elks and a regular season game for Pampa. So they played a game, a seven-inning game. Okay. It counts. It was Pampa's first game. It was a scrimmage on the Elks calendar or what? on the Elks, Elks schedule because they can't start till the day. I saw that it wasn't on the schedule, but I guess it was a game that a, a, Canute played. Canute played. Yeah. There's, there's, I was thinking, they're, I, thought they're picking May, up. I thought March 1st was – so it must have been. I don't. I don't, know. I don't know. I thought it, it was popped today. up on my game changer, right. and the lights were on. That they. they, they yeah, did, I know they know, played. I just double. don't know if it counted. I know. Um, Canute was scheduled to play Weatherford on Saturday. 
I don't think not that's happening. happening. That, uh, that's not official. I know it's not happening. Because Weatherford's still playing basketball, Yeah, right? I've seen yeah. that it's not. Yeah, it's not happening. But, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, we're turning the corner. Here it is, March 1st. It is. Baseball's around the corner. High school baseball. But it's still basketball season, Jared. I know. And that's what and we're going to talk about the rest of the show. Are we going to ask Coach Broadman his yeah, what, uh, it, baseball question? Oh, that's <laughs> that's going, the last on his mind. Yeah. <laughs> so Luke is going to be who's going to is Puff the ace up there for the baseball team or what? I don't think that's what he wants to answer. Nope. We'll have uh, Coach Broadbent on next. Coach Beer is after him. It's a skinny on sports right here on the Sports Animal. I have an idea of perfection: the perfect swing of the club or bat. The perfect form on the free throw line that perfectly plays spiral football and especially those perfect grill marks on a high quality cut of locally sourced prime beef. It takes lots of time to perfect quality, but a quick, simple call or message to Tucker Family Beef can put locally born, raised, fed, and processed beef in your family's freezer so you can practice and perfect those satisfying grill marks. Give Monty Tucker a call at Tucker Family Beef, 580-515-4477. Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal. We already went through our Tucker Family Beefs of the week, but don't forget, uh, man, it's local. Locally born, raised, fed, processed prime beef. Uh, check out Tucker Family Beef Facebook page, or you can go to tuckerfamilybeef.com. You can actually order uh, individual cuts through that website. You can order bundles. There's some different uh, kind of combinations of steak and, and hamburger meat and roast and all that kind of thing. Or you can go the bulk beef way with a half a quarter or a whole uh, beef. Monty Tucker's phone number, 580-374-5444. That's Tucker Family Beef. Dot com. Joining us now is the head coach of the Leedy Lady Bison. Leedy taking on Hammond tomorrow afternoon at 4.30 inside the big house in the Class B Girls State Tournament. It is head coach Luke Broadbent. Luke, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Oh, absolutely. Man, I, I couldn't help, but I was actually in the stand Saturday uh, when you guys were taking on Arnett. Uh, the place was rocking. It was such a fun game uh, back and forth uh, throughout the entire thing. But I couldn't help but marvel at the mental toughness that your team showed bouncing back after what was had to have been a heartbreaking loss to Lomega on Friday night. Talk about how your team was able to bounce back and be able to defeat Arnett for the second time in a week. Um, yeah, it was, just, it, it was a whirlwind. Um, you know, I think that my kids thought that, you know, we could beat anybody uh, after we beat Arnett the first time. So, when we played Lomega close, they expected that. And I, um, you know, after the game's over, I think that I was probably more upset than they were. I walked in and they were like, the looks on their faces was obviously shocked that they had been beat Friday night. But I could just tell that there was a spark of, we can do this. You know, we can we can win a lot of games. Uh, we can beat a lot of people in our class, obviously. So, Saturday morning at shoot around, I get there and I'm kind of try to Jedi mind trick them and tell them how excited I am to play and that it's no big deal. It happens all the time, knowing deep down that you know the reality is only about thirty percent of the teams that get beat on Friday night in the area finals come back and win. It's a very tough number, and so I get ready to say something, and one of my kids looks at the other ones and says. Man, I don't know about y'all, but last night was one of the funnest nights of my life. And they all looked at each other and they said, yeah, it was fun. I can't wait to play tonight. I didn't say a word. <laughs> I just said, okay, let's let's shoot 
shoot around, man. <laughs> we shot around, and I, I'm not saying that. I, I don't know the right word. I guess naive is probably the right word. Uh, most politically correct. We're so young and naive. They just they're just like, ah, who cares? We're, we're going to win. It's fine. And I, I don't know. It's kind of a freeing feeling uh, for me. I, you know, I've had teams that are older that know what the weight of the world is, and this team is just so young. They're just like, ah, it's. it's we're gonna win, you know. It's no, no, no problem. No, no worries. They're not worried. So, to that point, man, just watching, you know, Blake with the ball in her hands, or Daisy, or, or Bryn, the young players on your team. There was such a confidence that you could see from those girls throughout the entirety of the game. To the point, I, I want to know what's going through your mind. I think it was middle third quarter, maybe in first to fourth quarter, uh, when Daisy just throws it up above her head off the glass and in. What what is going through your mind when that shot is being taken? When you could tell, oh my gosh, she's about to do this. Well, it's like that quote from Major League where he says, "Hey, nice catch. Don't ever do it again." <laughs> it was the same same kind of thing. Her father stood up. He's sitting with me. Yeah, and he stood up, and I looked at him, and I said. I, I don't. I don't know. He just looked at me, and I, yeah, I just held my hands up like, I, yeah, I don't know either. I've never seen her do that, or why she did that. So, you mean she didn't practice that at shoot around? <laughs> yeah, she. I, I don't think we also practiced the, her and Brand shooting the two step back threes when we're up like seven, <laughs> yeah. seven minutes left. I'm like, hey, let's cool it just a little bit. Uh, I, was, I, I think that I think self confidence could be a double edged sword. They were both like, oh, it's going in i'm shooting this and making it and i'm like oh my gosh please stop <laughs> i have to i was fortunate enough to be behind her grandpa and her uncle uh, as that shot went up and you can see them both grab their head and then both just yeah. shoot their hands right in the air like no okay that'll work <laughs> <laughs> they uh I, I just think that they um are just soaring with confidence and and um like this come from this last week. I think that just we just started gelling. Like I said last time I talked to you guys, it's just everyone knows their role, and I think they're comfortable with it. And I just think that our our thought on it was this is house money. No one thinks we're supposed to be here. So let's just go cut loose and have fun and play. And they literally have taken that to heart. I mean, every time we've stepped out on the floor. Well, let's let's look ahead. Uh, got, of course, taking on Hammond uh, team. Obviously, you're familiar with your girls are familiar with. Played them already this season. Do you see that as a an advantage? Uh, knowing, okay, this is um, what didn't work, what worked last time, or maybe a disadvantage because of the result last time. Well, I, I don't. I don't really um, think my kids read very much into that part of it. I mean, like. We just know that they're really good. They're well coached. They're, they got a bunch of good players. Uh, I, to be honest with you, I don't think that my kids. I'm not say care because obviously we we know how great Hammond is. This is like not. I just think that my kids, like I said, they're just so naive. They're just like, well, we're just go up there and play as hard as we can, and see what happens. Well, that, you know, that's a I, good I thing. I, where if you say naive, I say confidence. You know, I mean, there's yeah. I've, I've what I mean with a young team that you got outside of Gore and and. You know they could either go in scared or go in and with that naive attitude and just go, "Hey, we're we're just as good. We deserve to be in this state tournament. We got a shot here." Yeah, absolutely. I think that the thing that we've focused on this week that has been different my other times I've went is that I've told them every every day this week or 
I told him, I, you know, probably the night I slept the worst was after we went just because I was excited for them because there are so many fun things that get to happen during the week of the state tournament that people don't get to see. You know, we had our, we had our community potluck, and then, you know, last night we went and practiced at Elk City's gym so we could work on the open end mm-hmm. goal, you know, uh, just because it's if you've never been to the fairgrounds and you need to go up there and shoot for the first time, it can either be really bad or really good for you depending on if you've practiced at it. Um, so I just I think that the all week they've just we've kind of just reiterated that this is I want you to remember all these memories because this will be you know the highlight of your high school career. This is so much fun, you know, and and they know we we've known these they know these Hammond girls uh, they know Coach Beer well. You know, we know that there's a really tough task. They're so good and and do so many great things over there. Um, and but I like I said, I think it's a little bit of confidence. I think it's a little bit of naive. I think it's a little bit of apathy. Of we know that we're just going to go down there and control. We can control. I don't think there's any any nervousness or anything like that. Yeah, to your, to your point about the being inside that arena, I, I do think there is a thing about that. Uh, we, we you see it every year, uh, where maybe somebody that doesn't shoot it very well throughout the year just lights it up individually, and then others that you expect to light it up don't. Uh, just kind of talk about why that is. It's not only the pressure of the tournament, but it is a weird look if you've never been out on that floor to see those goals. Some people think it looks way, way further away. For me, when I'm out, when I was out there, I thought it looked like it was like you could reach out and touch the rim from the free throw line. It looked so much closer. That's what I thought. You know, we um, I, the perfect example. I when I was at Woodward, I was the assistant at Woodward under Corey Miller one year. Um, and we got beat in the game to go to state, but we got upset by Star Spencer. We played him at the Enid Expo Center. Same kind of look, gold mm-hmm. way out there, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. And we played Star Spencer, and they were not a traditionally very good shooting team. And for whatever reason, those open-ended goals, they went nuts. They hit 15 threes on us, and they beat us. And I think that, like, if you've never seen it, like you said, a lot of kids complain that it's, it's too for the depth perception being far away, but I'm with you. I think that our kids figured out that it's it's close. It seems like it's closer. That's why that's why you short so many. Things. Right. You know, you're like you feel like you have to. You know. So I just we needed to we needed to just go and be exposed to it a little bit. That's always kind of went last night. Coach, I kind of mentioned your youth and and the way this season started, and then here we are. You're in state tournament. How big of this as far as the process? I mean, it feels like your program is ahead of schedule. Uh, how big a, an advantage is it to get these girls in that building and um, hopefully get them back there next year? Oh, it's it's huge. You know, I, we, we've talked about it a little bit. You know, teams that get beat out in regionals, just, just the experience of the extra games you get just by going to area and then going to state. You know, a lot of times that could be five games. Well, that's five more games for four years, 20 games. That's almost a whole new season that your kids got to play that kids at their same age didn't. So, I, you know, that's part of it. Part of it is going down there and, and getting baptized by fire down there as freshmen, sophomores, you know, stuff like that. And I've got upperclassmen. I just don't have – there's not very many of them, right. you know. It's probably the, my smallest group. I've only got three 
one junior, two seniors. You know, so the the it's a bulk of us are are young. Um, I, I just I, I think it is huge for them. I, I think that I think that they I put the pressure on them earlier in the year about like this is when, when the playoffs get here, it's going to get so ramped up, and and you're going to always wish if you don't go that you would have. You know, and I that they took that very much to heart. I mean, um, and and they've. I think they just decided we're not going to leave any regrets out there. We're just going to go play as hard as we possibly can. And if we lose because we're inexperienced, then we lose because we're inexperienced. We're not going to lose because we didn't go out there and try to just jump on people. Last question. Been nice. Last question for me, um, Coach Luke Broadman of the Lady Lady Bison. We talked about the youth, but also there's Riley Gore, the senior. I thought she just she's tough. Uh, she's so tough coming back from the injury last year. Uh, just talk about her senior season and how much it means uh, as a coach to get her back to the state tournament again uh, as a senior. You know, we talked about it this summer. Um, one of the things we said was that coming back from an injury that that is that extensive is. I just, I just, it's hard. People don't understand how hard it is. It's even worse than a ACL because that's your hip. You know, that's everything that you do is on that. And it has, you know, she's had some bumps along the road as far as, like, she's had to really work and, and make sure she maintains what, you know, what she's done. So for her to climb this mountain again, get over all that, and then get to go back to the state tournament, I just, I mean, that's what sports are about right there. I mean, I don't, I don't really know how else to say it. I mean, that's that's probably going to mean more to her and me than even maybe the experience of just like what what got us here, what how we had to get here, and just all the turmoil that had to lead up to this to where we are now. You know, I, I, she's I'm just so proud of her and everything she's done. I mean, it's, people don't see how how hard it is behind the scenes because. It is, and she puts a lot of pressure on herself, and I put a lot of pressure on her, and she loves it. And uh, I just, like I said, I just could not be more proud of her. Well, Coach, uh, excuse me, thanks for your time uh, this morning. Good luck to the Lady Bison uh, tomorrow in the big house against the Hammond Lady Warriors in the Class B Girls State Quarterfinals, and congratulations on on a fantastic turnaround this season. And there's a, a lot of hope, not only for this week, but then obviously moving forward with those young ones. Man, it was for me, it was a blast to watch you guys play because you could just see the joy that you guys played with on Saturday night. So, uh, congrats. Absolutely. Well, thanks a bunch, and it has been yeah, it's been a uh, a lot, a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, we can't wait to go down there. So I appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely. Thanks for your time, head coach of the Luke Broadbent of the Lady Lady Bison, joining us here this morning for a couple of minutes uh, to to kind of relive last weekend and look ahead to the Hammond Lady Warriors. Now, guess what? What's we're that? Gonna, we're going to step yep. aside. Yeah, we'll come back with the other side of that. Cool. I guess that is the one good thing about this. Is we can get both sides of this matchup, yeah. even though we'd prefer it to be later on in the week. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a shame that's play each other early. Yeah, it is. There's but, no doubt yeah. about it. I, I didn't have the heart to ask you about the rankings and how this ended up because of the rankings. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. I have an idea of perfection. The perfect swing of the club or bat, the perfect form on the free throw line, that perfectly placed spiral football, 
and especially those perfect grill marks on a high-quality cut of locally sourced prime beef. It takes lots of time to perfect quality, but a quick, simple call or message to Tucker Family Beef can put locally born, raised, fed, and processed beef in your family's freezer so you can practice and perfect those satisfying grill marks. Give Monty Tucker a call at Tucker Family Beef, 580-515-4477. Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal. Uh, Pleased to be joined now by the head coach of the Hammond Lady Warriors, Class B's number one, heading into the Class B state tournament this week. It is head coach Leah Beer. Coach Beer, how are you this morning? I'm doing good. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. Hey, uh, Friday night, uh, you guys uh, took a pretty good challenge from Lakiba Sickles there in the first half, uh, pulled away in the second half. Uh, for me, I was impressed. It's something you, you talked with us last week about the balance on your team and being able to get scoring from a lot of different places. And that was certainly the case Friday night. Four and double figures with Harley leading uh, your team with 14. Uh, talk about how much that makes you more dangerous when everybody can score the basketball and not just Henley West. Well, I mean, you said it best. Uh, I was actually filling out some stuff, and I, I glanced over and looked at that right before you guys called. And, yeah, four and double figures – uh, it, it, it's a game changer, um, honestly. Um, and, and I don't expect any less. Um, you know, I've, I've got three, uh, seniors on that floor that have been there and done that. And, you know, that's the thing I noticed, uh, at Cash the other night. There's so much poise. Uh, even like you said, you know, that first half, you know, it was, it was going back and forth. Um, but just, um, staying settled and just very confident and, and I, I thought that made a difference in that second half. And, and I feel like that's what we've kind of been seeing here for this last stretch. So, uh, yeah, it takes, takes some pressure off of Henley and, and uh, you know, allows us to score from other areas. Yeah, I saw that too, Coach, watching Friday night. Even though it was tight in that first quarter, it just showed me the maturity of your team. Uh, you never saw them rattled or trying to force bad passes or take wild shots. They just kept with the process. and. You guys came out on the high side. So what is the, the process now like? It's a it's a normal one in Hammond, getting ready for the state tournament. Um, is it just business as usual? Is there extra excitement? How have your girls uh, reacted uh, through uh, practice early parts of this week? Um, honestly, I'm, it's, it's been business as usual. I know that's boring to say, <laughs> but um, it really has. You know, practices haven't changed. Um, we've We've had to hard practices this week and um i don't know that's just kind of how we prep and i just feel like i don't want to you know change things because it's state tournament week so um yeah it's been pretty much business as usual around here no slumber parties in the warrior dome (laughs) nothing like that this week (laughs) no no i've barely recovered from the last one (laughs) You know, you are you guys were expected to be here um, coming off of last year uh, semifinal appearance with what you had coming back. Have you noticed maybe just a little bit of the the weight of that pressure of getting to the state tournament, maybe coming off the shoulders of your players this week? Yeah, I don't know if I would define it as weight. Um, I think they, you know, that's just been their goal and that's been their aspiration. And these girls, most of them, have started for me since they were a freshman. And um, so I think it's just, um, I mean, yes, in some ways I think it was a relief when they punched that ticket and didn't have to turn around and go back, you know what I'm saying, and Mm -hmm. fight uh, Saturday night. I would say that, but um, 
they are, and I, I think I may have mentioned this previously when I was on the show, they are just a very um, carefree type kids. They're, not, they're, they're a little different. They've got to be handled a little different. I know that. Um, so, um, you know, I don't know. I, I think that, I think they're, they're just, they're excited and, and they're ready. How, how much have you guys used what happened last year? in the semifinals as maybe fuel and as motivation uh, to get back to where you're at now and even take that extra step into the finals and win the whole thing? Well, that was just, I mean, that was a devastating loss to us in the semifinals. I mean, it was just kind of one of those moments when I got back to the tunnel up to the locker room. I don't even know that I really had the words. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To put in there properly, it's hard as coaches um, – because you love your players and you hate it for them, and usually you're saying goodbye to seniors. And um, so I don't know that I said all the right things, but I think when we walked away from there with that, um, it just kind of stuck in our gut, so to speak. And um, I do think it has been some motivation, you know, to try to put ourselves in a position to get back to the state tournament and, um, you know, be ready that next time when you get that opportunity. Because, you know, I was just thinking this morning, I don't want to ever take it for granted. It, it, it's it's so difficult to get there. And when you've been blessed and, you know, God's given you these opportunities, sometimes it's just, you know, another thing. But it's not. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. So I just, I think that's probably most of what I would see and take from, last year and this year uh tomorrow uh your opponent it's a familiar one you got leedy um how do you uh, approach that would you rather well i guess the first question it's kind of a two-parter do, would you or do you like to take on an, a familiar opponent that you've had success with this year or would you rather take on somebody else and, and kind of avoid a rematch with them you know i just Anytime I go to the state tournament, whether it's someone we've played or someone I haven't seen, you know, it's, it's a new season. Um, everybody is a different team. Leedy is certainly, you know, a lot different team than they were uh, when we played them early on. They've been playing really well down this stretch. Um, we're aware of that. Um, I think we're a different team. You know, I've, I'm, a, I'm a film junkie, so as I was going through all of that and I wanted to, you know, start with that, I was like, man, we're neither one the same teams we were back then, you know. And uh, I respect the job that uh, Coach Broadbent and their staff does up there, and I know that, you know, he's going to have his kids ready. And and um, I'm just really proud that it speaks volumes for our conference. I know we talk about it, but this five-county conference out here, it is it is something to be reckoned with. And it just, I don't know, I'm a Western Oklahoma kid, so – I love the fact that, you know, as many teams that can come from Western Oklahoma and represent the state, I love it. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a great matchup. I don't have, you know, one way or another. Um, we know each other. We know each other well. Um, so, you know, it'll be exciting. We were just talking to him right before we uh, we talked to you. Um, it's head coach Leah Beer of the Hammond Lady Warriors. And Luke talked about being inside that arena. And it's different. Uh, the background is different. Uh, the goals are out away from everything. How much uh, does that help? You guys have been to the state tournament uh, since 2009, only twice. Does has Hammond not been there? 
And so how much does that help you being familiar with the surroundings of being on that floor and, and being familiar with the pressure that goes along with playing inside the big house? Luke is absolutely right. You know, um, you can. I've gone in there with teams um, before, and we had that deer in the headlight look, and I was like, "Oh my!" And you know, it it is, and and I feel for the kids because you know they they want to do good, they want to do good for the team, they they want to please the coach, you know, they want to they want their parents to be proud of them, you know. I mean, and like I said earlier on, uh, I, I want to take as much of that weight off of their shoulders as I can and let them play as as free and uninhibited as possible. Uh, but you're not going to take away all the jitters. I don't care how many times you've been there or, you know, stepped on that floor. It's, it's that adrenaline rush, and it's a good thing. I mean, it can take you good places if you allow it to. So, um, you know, I'm just in hopes that that's, um, you know, the approach that we'll take uh, tomorrow afternoon and, and, you know, have a little bit more uh, settledness to it and, you know, realize that we have been on that floor before and, um, and, know, and you know, know how to handle it in the right way. Kind of bittersweet. It's the second to last year in that building. Do you, you think about that or, like, time's winding down for Jim Nork Arena? You know, it's funny because in 2018 when we won it, that was one of the things we were designing our ring because they had acted like it was going down immediately. So you the girls were like, Coach, we have got to – We've got to have that, you know, on our ring. And so, boy, we did. We've got the big house on that ring. And here we are, 2023. It's still standing. <laughs> now, I think barely. when we get down there, it's going <laughs> to barely hang it on my thread. But, you know, I don't know. I, I'm, like I said, I'm so old school. That place will always have a special spot in my heart. I, I hate to see it go down, but it's, it's, um, it's 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 special, and I am honored and glad to be be a part of of, of that this year before before it all does end. Uh, we're hanging out with head coach Leah Beer of the Hammond Lady Warriors. I, I think the game tomorrow is an interesting contrast because you guys you know you've got some seniors, you got some experience, you, you've been there, you've done that. Whereas on Luke's side, uh, some of those young ones are just kind of, as he mentioned, just playing free and maybe maybe even naive uh, to what uh, the situation really is. So how do you get how do you get your girls that know absolutely the the weight of what's going on? Uh, they they know what what it means to continue to advance. How do you get them to play as free as they possibly can uh, tomorrow afternoon? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with me too. Uh, they can read me like a book um, and. So that's how I've approached this week, as I said earlier in, in this. Um, it's been business as usual. Uh, we're not treating anything any differently tomorrow. Uh, we're not, you know, everybody has their send-off and all that. But, um, you know, other than that, we're cutting up. We're keeping things light. And, uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, I, I, I definitely I hope we win. Uh, but win, lose, or draw, I love these girls with my whole heart. Uh, they have made me so proud. Uh, they have represented our school, our community, um, in, in the highest level. And, um, you know, those are things they they can't ever win, lose, or draw. Nobody can take that away from them. Um, but um, I just, you know, how you just kind of have that feel. Um, and I just have that feel that they, they have that under wraps. They know how to handle it. We were choking about it last night. Um, I was like, so do your parents ever have, you know, anything? Oh, gosh, yes, you know, and we got so tickled. 
talking about different things. And so, you know, I really, um, because I know I'm getting close to the end of my career, and one thing I definitely want to do this trip is I want to enjoy it. Sometimes I've stressed myself out and, you know, probably caused my kids to be uptight because they could read that in me. And I just, I really want to have, I want to have a good time and enjoy this with them and, and hopefully, uh, you know, that helps them relax and, and have the confidence that they need. Final question for me is you're going into this tournament, your team's going into this tournament as with the number one ranking, and that usually means you're probably the favorite and a lot of people are begunning for you. Is that in the conversation or is that just an afterthought? Well, and here's another interesting fact about this group. Um, I think it's been mentioned one time <laughs> about us being ranked number one this year. I they don't like talk I about rankings. Opened, I, I feel like I shouldn't have asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> they don't talk about it. We laughed about it because our big blue bus broke broke down. The water pump went out, and so uh, we. I was I was told, you know, we were going to be taking a yellow dog to cash, and um, one of my players goes, "Coach." We're going yellow dog. We're number one. Like, yeah, we're going to bounce our way down there. We're going to bounce our way to the city. That's great. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, last question for me. T- tomorrow afternoon, the Hammond Lady Warriors, if they have to do one thing to be victorious over the Lady Lady Bison, uh, what is that one thing that you have to do well tomorrow? Uh, we have got to show up defensively. You know, I think offense has to – it will come and go because – as you mentioned, at the fairgrounds, it's just a different environment offensively. But defensively, we have got to be on point. Our press has got to be on point. Um, we have, you know what I'm saying, we've got to know what our job is and take care of that in, and we got to board up. And if we do those two things, um, I, I, I'm going to feel good about the other things that can come with it. Awesome. Well, Coach Beer, congratulations on a great season once again up there in Hammond and a trip to the Class B Girls State Tournament. Good luck tomorrow afternoon against Leedy in the quarterfinals. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Have a great day. That is head coach Leah Beer of the Hammond Lady Warriors. Good stuff. Yep. Both sides. I mean, yeah. I think it's interesting the difference between, you know, just the almost the expectation level. I mean, it's not like Leedy doesn't expect to win. I'm not saying that. But from the outside world looking in, mm-hmm. I don't think many people give the Lady Bison much of a shot against, you know, number one. And, number one and, 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 and you look back at the game that they yeah. played this year and it's 50 to 19 and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I, th- I think the mental part of this game is so fascinating mm-hmm. uh, with the expectations from the outside world looking in for these two teams tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, you know, ladies, it's and that's the thing is we're going to say this and everyone's going to say this. It's clear. Leedy is not the same team they were in December. That's no. clear. But, you know, Hammond that that doesn't mean Hammond's the same team. You know, there's right. every team evolves as the season goes on. So we're not going to get the same game, that's for sure. Yeah. We're, we're just not. And I think we're going to get a more competitive game and and um it's going to be fun. It's it's because of the, the, the local aspect of it. They're familiar with each other, they know each other's tendencies. We touched on that yesterday and again today. That could be the most entertaining game tomorrow. I think that's interesting that you bring that up because everyone going in will go, Well, Leedy's not the same team. Which is true, but at the same time, neither is Hammond. Right? They've improved. They've 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 you know taken care of some maybe some early season deficiencies in certain ways. So you know it's it's easy to say, oh yeah, Leedy's not the same team just because of the turnaround that they've done and, and being able to get into the tournament. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that Hammond's not either. 
you know, and so I, I think right. that's a really interesting point. All right, here we go. Pick time. Oh yeah. Pick time, Jared Atha. Yeah. Now listen. Where do you want to start? Uh, let's start. Let's start with what's going on right now. Let's start with Class A boys. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of regretting this. I picked Okarchi that they have to come back. They're down here at half. Um, okay, not, so, not by a wide margin, but yeah, thirty-three twenty-six at halftime. Yeah, I've Rattan kind of watched Okarchi. that game, and they were going back and forth in the first. Rattan kind of pulled away now, a little bit. Before we, but I did we, pick a coach. Okay. Before we make these picks, uh, let it be known I had this written down before the seat before the oh, show started. Oh, I had these written down on yeah. Monday. Okay, okay. So, All right. so go I ahead. I got them written down. I had Okart- I have Okarchi winning, um, and I have in the next game. I'm really interested in Texoma versus OK. I picked Texoma to win that one. Um, on the other side, I picked Cato to take down Drummond, and I got the Ceiling Boys beating Liberty. Although Liberty kind of coming in hot, I just hear every time I say Liberty, I hear that Liberty, that, Liberty, yeah. Liberty, <laughs> like, Liberty. That kind of won't go away. I'm like, are you really going to do that? But I'll go with Ceiling. They've kind of been flying under the radar because of that girls team, mm-hmm. but here they are. That Ceiling team has been really good, not just this year too. They're familiar with this spot, so. Uh, Class A boys opening round wins: Cato, Ceiling, Okarchi, Texoma. Who you got in the semifinals? Semifinals: I have Cato uh, beating Ceiling, and I have Texoma. Oh wow! Beating Okarchi. Okay, then the finals: Cato versus Texoma. Uh-huh. Are you going to pick Texoma? I'm to win doing the whole it, thing? man. Oh, I'm going goodness. with Texoma. I'm. I, I. This is the most wild pick of out of all these tournaments, but I, I, I've seen enough of Texoma. They are incredibly athletic. Mark mentioned the brothers over there at Texoma. They, I mean, I say athletic. They are physically athletic. Man, we could not be any different. That's fine. That's what <laughs> makes awesome. this fun. We're going to have yeah. fun this weekend rooting for different teams at the same time. Okay, so first round, I've got Cato, Liberty, Rattan, and OK. I've got Liberty and Rattan in the finals. Oh, wow. Something about Class A boys, right? It's the wide, most wide open one. I but I've got Rattan right. winning it all. Yeah. They've been right up there toward the top of the rankings all year. Give me Rattan to win the Class A boys. Class A girls? Very good. Okay, Class A you, girls. Is anybody going to do it? Uh, okay, we'll go ceiling, ceiling, ceiling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but who does ceiling play on the way? I uh, got Surreal beating Okarchi girls. Of course, I've seen Surreal twice. They're so well coached, very disciplined. they got a couple of stars on that team, uh, starting with uh, double zero. Oh, my goodness. Harper? Harmon. Uh, starts with the name. Remember you saying her name? Uh, I can't remember said a lot too. Yeah. Um, then um, I got Stanley beating Surreal, and on the other side I got Van Oss beating Riverside. I was I was wavering on that one, but I think Van Oss has been more battle tested. I got Caddo beating Oklahoma Bible. I got Caddo beating Van Oss. It'd be Caddo and Ceiling in the finals. Give me Ceiling. One versus two. <laughs> what do we got? <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Uh, this isn't uh, college football, Sam. <laughs> Text line, Sam's uh, worried about his picks now that they mirror yours so much. <laughs> uh, I've got Ceiling Surreal as well. I've got Riverside and Caddo. Ceiling and Caddo in the finals. I think that's the one that everybody wants to see because of what Caddo did down at the birth of Frank Teague. Are they the team that has something for Ceiling? No. Ceiling wins. Uh, Class B girls. Well, I'll start with the most anticipated game, or I'll do that one last. So start at the bottom. I'll go. Brandy Harm, uh, Brady Harmon. Brady Harmon. Brady Harmon. Yeah. Yes. Thanks. I, had, I knew it was there. Um, Lamega. Sorry. I got. Um, no, yeah, I got Lamega beating Calvin. Oh, I wow. got Pittsburgh beating Lukiba Sickles. On the top bracket, I have, I'm looking, Varnum beating Buffalo Valley, and I do have Hammond moving on over Leedy. Next. Semifinal, I have – we'll start at the bottom again. Lamega and Pitt going at it. 
This is where I think LaMega stops. I think Pitt wins that one, Pittsburgh. And I have Hammond winning a tight one versus Varnum. Hammond and Pittsburgh for the title. Lady Warriors. I had, man, we got the exact same thing. <laughs> um, Hammond, Varnum, Pittsburgh, LaMega, LaMega, Hammond, Pittsburgh. And I think Hammond, we've seen this in the past, right? Where one team, the one that comes to mind immediately for me is in 2019, Duke knocked out by Payton in the first round of the Class B Boys State Tournament. Flip that forward to the next year, 2020. Everyone can't wait to see that rematch in the semifinals. And Duke absolutely blew their doors off on the big house floor. I'm not going to tell you that Hammond's going to blow Pittsburgh out by any stretch, but I think that motivation of getting another shot, this time in the state finals, this time with a little bit more seasoned Henley West, a little bit, you know, I, I think that chip on the shoulder. I think about how about Okarchi and, and, and Cheyenne years ago. Mm-hmm. Okarchi's defending Class B state champ. Cheyenne's uh, number one going into the tournament. That could play a little bit against Ham in there uh, from that from that fuel. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, head head to head, give me the Lady Warriors as well. And then Class B boys, I, I can tell you right now, mine's going to be different than everybody's on the planet. So go. You want me to go first? <laughs> you want to go first? <laughs> Yours is going to be different, huh? Oh, yeah. No doubt. Let's do it. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. And I'm using motivation here as well. I've got Fort Cobb winning game one, taking on Roth. And that, to me, that was the hardest game to pick in the entire tournament was Roth Glencoe. Mm-hmm. That's a rematch of last year's state tournament finals. And I, 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 whoever, I can tell you this, whoever I picked to win that game, I was going to pick to win the whole thing. So I've got, but I have Roth coming back and winning Buffalo Valley and, uh, and Calumet, the other two winners. I've got a rematch of that area final last week, Roth and Buffalo Valley in the finals. Roth has been the bridesmaid a couple years in a row with just heartbreaking losses. Overtime to Varnum two years ago when that half court shot almost went in from yeah. Will Joplin to win the thing. Then last year, what I would consider a controversial call that gave Whedon the two free throws that put uh, Glencoe up one for the win. I think Coach Johnston's team gets it done this year after suffering through the heartbreak of two years straight. Give me the Roth Tigers as your Class B Boys State Champion. Wow. Okay. I think we were identical in the opening round. Fort Cobb, although I think Goodwill will give him a fight, but Fort Cobb, give me Fort Cobb. I got Roth beating Glencoe. That was the toughest one to pick. Buffalo Valley, and I got Calumet. That rematch, too. That's We're not talking about that. That's a rematch, too. Calumet and Sentinel, they met in the West Central Basketball Tournament Championship game, went to overtime with Calumet winning. Sentinel proved that they were one of the best teams in the state. That told me, because we knew they were good, mm-hmm. but the way they played Calumet in that game, that told me, okay, they're a top team in this state. They're contenders for state. And that's really what – that's probably the point when I said, I'm picking them for state. Boy, was I right. How about uh, – but I do have Calumet winning that one. I do have. Calumet. I think that is the hardest. That was that hard. may be the hardest game for a team to play. Yeah. In the whole first round. Yeah. Is going to be Calumet versus Sentinel because of how much how familiar the coaches are with each other. Yeah. Tyler was on the bench for Jake last time that Calumet won the thing. You know, you know, he's been right there step by step, and man, that's a that's it's, a hard draw it, yeah. in my opinion for Calumet. Yeah. We talk about Hammond Lady being a hard draw. This one is harder. I think yeah. it's a hard draw. But I I like Calumet. I like their shooting. Um, I think it's the difference maker in yeah. that one. Uh, Calumet, uh, let's see here. Buffalo Valley versus Calumet. I got Calumet moving on in that one. 
and it would be Fort Cobb and Roth. I got Fort Cobb taking that one. Calumet, Fort Cobb in the finals. Fort Cobb. Which that Calumet, which Roth, Fort Cobb would also be a rematch from the semifinals last year mm-hmm. that the Tigers got the better of the Mustangs there on the big house floor as well, if I remember right. It was Roth and Fort Cobb, and then I can't remember who Glencoe Glen played in the semifinals. I can't, I can't, I, I can't your memory is way better than mine. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of intrigue with that Class B boys state tournament, man. There's a lot of different storylines going, a ton of different storylines. What you got? Well, checking the score in that Okarchi Rattan game. And? 447 left to go in the third, Rattan 43, Okarchi 28. Uh oh. So a good start for Rattan in this third quarter. You know, uh, going back to Mark yesterday, I think he kind of tipped us off a little bit on a couple of teams. I mentioned in kind of that that year ahead, like a, a little bit ahead of schedule. You know, Karchi was one of them that he said, you know, good team, maybe even you know ahead of where they'll be. Mm-hmm. So that could be one for next year. I mean, not that they're done by any stretch, but are they going around here? But they yeah. could definitely. Uh, but then it wasn't uh, was ceiling the other one uh, on the boys' side. So he mentioned a couple well, that were kind of a little bit ahead. Karchi boys were one of them. Yeah, we we brought up the. Uh, the football side of things, the different That's styles. Right. That's right. That's Ceiling's a football school. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks they're just a girls' basketball school, but they play good football over there, They were in too. the finals. Yeah, I, I think that's <laughs> what he B. was kind of alluding to. Yeah. And he did say they will have a lot returning next year. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Those, those yep. two kind of singled out as far as teams that are that are here, but also look out uh, for later as well. All right, so your, your state champs are who? Ceiling, Caddo, Hammond, and Fort Cobb? No, ceiling Texoma. Texoma, that's right, Texoma. Ceiling Texoma. Texoma is a complete wild card. And Hammond in Fort Cobb. Fort Cobb. So a, lot got, of, a lot of familiar, I mean, ceiling, yeah. Hammond, Fort Cobb, we're familiar with them raising gold balls. I got ceiling, Rattan, Hammond, and Roth. We've had a double technical in this game. They're they're both shooting free, free throws really? right now. All right, well, I got to get I, I got to get to where I can watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you to Tucker Family Beef, the beefs of the week. Quit letting dudes play girls sports. Congratulations, Vermont, mid-Vermont Christian School, for just not doing it. You know what? If you want to play a dude, we're not going to play you. How about that? And look what you did, destroying girls basketball in Vermont. Thanks a lot. Everyone have a wonderful day. We'll be back tomorrow. It's Skinny on Sports right here on the Sports Animal. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Way back, goodbye. I have an idea of perfection. The perfect swing of the club or bat, the perfect form on the free throw line, that perfectly placed spiral football, and especially those perfect grill marks on a high-quality cut of locally sourced prime beef. It takes lots of time to perfect quality, but a quick, simple call or message to Tucker Family Beef can put locally born, raised, fed, and processed beef in your family's freezer so you can practice and perfect those satisfying grill marks. Give Monty Tucker a call at Tucker Family Beef, 580-515-4477.